Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Liver Sports. My name is Nathan. Like always, uh, today's episode is full NFL. Not much else to talk about, and I kind of have to talk about NFL. I'm going to go back to Black Monday, go over all the coaching changes, firings, not changes, because nothing's changed yet. It's just coaches were getting fired. Um, those were over the couple days. I'll go back. I'll look at my, what my season predictions were because, man, were they bad. I'll tell you that. I'll give out my NFL awards for the season. I only gave out MVP, I believe, at the start, and I said Mahomes for that one. That was wrong because he's not winning. And then, finally, I will go to my playoff predictions for this year. And let me say this. I am more confident in these than I am in my season predictions. Oh, that's all I'll say. So, yeah, let's get into it. Simmons, is this the dagger? First things first, before I get to Black Monday, I just want to say that Raiders-Chargers game on Sunday Night Football to determine who gets the playoff spot in the AFC was absolutely madness. I was just praying for a tie the whole day after I saw that the Colts choked against the Jags. I just wanted a Raiders-Chargers tie just because I didn't want the Steelers in the playoffs. I'm sorry if there's a Steelers fan listening, but like... I just don't like you guys. Juju pisses me off. Claypool, even though he's Canadian, just pisses everyone off, I find. Um, Big Ben, yeah, it's his last game, but he kinda, he just sucks now. The Steelers, honestly, are, like, hands down the worst team in the playoffs now. I would have much rather seen the Chargers in it. They're way more entertaining of a team to watch. Hartford is really good. I'll, like, I'll get into more about it, I f- have a feeling, but that's all I'm going to say to start off. So, Black Monday. Brian Flores. First coach... Not the first coach to be, I guess, reported gone, but, like, the biggest. Definitely. Uh, I was really shocked by this. I back-to-back winning seasons for the Dolphins, and but they couldn't make the playoffs, so they said, yeah, you're gone. You, We don't need you. What? No. He was not the problem. He's going to be the top coach available, I think, that has an NFL experience, at least. Uh, Dolphins were just—Dolphins are just such a train wreck, man. This, this is what's the worst move out of all the coaching firings by far, I believe. Ross around him is just not that good, and yet he still made them winning teams. Like, Steelers went 9-7-1, they went 9-8. and Yeah, he lost seven games in a row, but he, then he lost, won eight of his last nine games. His team's just not that good. The report was there was a power struggle between him, the GM and Flores, so the GM is almost always going to win that power struggle. So it's not really surprising that he's gone based on that. It's just, I just am baffled by why they got rid of him. He was not the problem. To me, it was Tua. I'm I'm kind of on board with the Dolphins saying, Tua's not our guy. Let's go get somebody. Tua does, does not look that good. Some of his throws he, he makes, what should be easy throws look really hard to me when I see his highlights. Just, I get he's on the run and on some of them, like I've seen, and he, but he just leave him way short of his receiver. It's like, I feel like I could make a better throw than that. No, maybe I could. Maybe I could. Anyways, Dolphins should be big name QB hunting in the offseason, I believe. Um, they're, they're 
they're close. If they get a QB, they make the playoffs 100%. Maybe not because Flores is gone. We'll see. Uh, Joe Judge of the Giants. Absolutely necessary. This guy is awful. Giants suck. Giants might be one of the worst teams in football. They have, with the two years he's been there, I'm pretty sure they were ranking dead last in most offensive categories, like yards and stuff like that. It just was not working out. I think the Giants need to go big-name QB hunting as well. I don't think Danny Dimes is their answer. I think he's part of the problem as well. I'm very scared they're going to go after Russ, but I don't know if Seattle's going to be willing to give him up. Like, their coach, though, he called. It was third down and nine from their own three-yard line. And he calls a quarterback sneak. Like, what? No, it's just, no, you can't do that. I I feel like he just wanted to get fired at that point. Like, who, who calls a third and nine QB sneak from your own third-yard line? Three-yard line. Oh, my God, it's just so stupid. He definitely deserved to go. Uh, Matt Nagy, Chicago Bears. Yep, he definitely deserved to go, in my opinion. One of, if not the worst coaches in the league. Uh, Bears heavily disappointed this year to their standards. I could have seen them being made. I had them at 8-9 in the beginning of the year. I didn't have them make them playoff, but 8-9 is better than 6-11, which is what they went. This was reported before the final game of the season that he was most likely going to go. I think it might have even been two games before they were done, like, that he was most likely gone. So I'm really not shocked by this at all. Mike Zimmer, Minnesota Vikings. Yep, he needed to go. They they disappointed. They they have a decent roster. I'll I'll give them that. They got they got Jefferson, Thielen, Dalvin Cook. He was although he was hurt. Kirk Cousins wasn't even that bad this year. That's all, just on offense too. They're not that bad. And yet they were what, eight nine? Not that good. And Kirk Cousins actually played good this year. He was above average. I'll give him that. But they they should have been competing for a playoff spot, and they were not. So it was definitely the right decision to let him go. And finally, Vic Fangio, the uh, Denver Broncos. Broncos haven't made the playoffs since their Super Bowl win, which was 2015. It's over six years ago. Fangio was there for three, these past three years, all losing seasons. It was time to go. I think the nail, definitely the nail in the coffin was the four-game losing streak at the end of the season. Because what were they? They would have been 7-6, and six, I think it was. And then they would lose four straight to end in 7-10. Doesn't look good for them. They're, the defense is talented there. It, it normally is. And I think they have some good pieces in place on offense. I really do. I like Cortland Sutton. I love, not love, I like Jerry Judy. Um, no offense, good. Like, they got some good pieces. Don't get me wrong. It's just... The QB situation is not what it is. Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater ain't going to get it done. They need to go big name QB hunting. Most of these teams on this list need to go big um, Need to go big name QB hunting. Although there's not going to be that many available, but it looks of it, I do not know. I think they're fairly close to make the playoffs. I really do. They just need that QB. But also their division is very tough. Very, very tough. Because you got the Chiefs. Chiefs are always going to be the Chiefs. Chargers look... Very young and upcoming, up and coming. Raiders were surprisingly really good this year, seeing all the adversity they had to deal with. So it it might not even matter if they get a QB. Like they still could be bad, but yeah. That was all from Black Monday. So now I'll go back to what my season predictions were for the 
year I'll go like each division, what I had each team going, what their record was, a little recap. and Yeah. So, AFC North. I had the Browns going 12-5, and winning the division. They went 8-9. and And I think a lot of people had them winning the division this year, or at least making a playoff spot in the wild card. But that's just not what happened. I, I, I don't really think it's anybody's fault but Baker Mayfield's, to be honest. Their team was good, and like OBJ in the offseason, in the midseason, all that drama, everyone saying it was OBJ's fault. It wasn't. It was quite clearly now that it was Baker Mayfield's fault. I think they need a new quarterback, and I think this team is a real contender if they can get that quarterback because they have a very talented roster. Miles Garrett's really good. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. list goes on. Um, yeah, I, I think they got the right pieces. They just really need that quarterback. In second place in the North, I had the Ravens going 11-6. and six. Yeah, they went 8-9. and nine. I, I can't really blame them for that because it's like injuries killed their season. Um, It seemed like every week they had somebody going down to an ACL injury, and I've seen photos of their field, or videos too. It looks like they're playing on sand. It's what the field looks like sometimes. They need, they got to do something about that. They started out 8-3. They were looking really nice. And then injuries just really caught up to them. And they lost their last six games. Don't don't get me wrong. I'll expect them to be good again next year. Lamar wasn't healthy the past couple weeks. And he wasn't playing. If with a healthy, healthy roster, they're good. Is Lamar a great quarterback that can lead him to a Super Bowl? I do not think so. But I think they're a playoff team if they're all healthy. I had the Steelers going ten and seven, but I actually had them missing the playoffs at ten and seven. They actually went nine seven and one, so that's like give me give myself a half point on that one, seeing as I was basically on, but minus the tie. Yeah, I ex- I expect them to go to the bottom next season though. Like Big Ben will be gone. I, their their team is all right, I guess. I don't know if they don't get a good quarterback though. I just see them sinking to the bottom of that division. Because I, th- I expect the Ravens to be back. I expect the Browns to, to be back if they can go quarterbacks and, and a healthy team. And then the Bengals, well, I'll just get into that now, but I had them going 3-14 and 14 this year, and they went 10-7. and 7. They surprised everybody. They were legit this year. It's a big yikes on my part, but it's a big yikes on everybody's part. I, just, I mostly saw them winning three, four games this year. That's all I saw, people predicting them. Their offense is really good with Mixon. You have Joe Burrow. You have Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. It is really good. If the defense and the offensive line can improve, too, like they're going to be a force in the AFC for years to come, I think. They honestly are a sleeper pick, in my eyes, to get out of the AFC. This These playoffs. Do I think it happens? Probably not. Well, you'll see. You'll see. AFC South now. Had the Titans going 10-7. and seven. They actually went 12-5, and five and they were the one seed. I knew they were good. But I didn't think they were this good. And it, the scary thing is they did it without the best running back in football in Derrick Henry. Rip my fantasy season. They did it for almost half the year. I don't think any team should want to go to Tennessee for the division round, especially with Henry coming back, because he could have probably came back in the last week of the season, but he didn't. They, they, they knew that. They just were like, we can rest you. So then he gets basically three weeks, two, three weeks, whatever you want to call it, of extra rest for his broken foot. That is scary. I would... Definitely be on the lookout for them. 
I had the Colts going 10 and 7, coming in second. They actually went 9 and 8. They really just let me down in the final week. They might kind of just let everyone down in the final week. They let themselves down in the final week of the season. It should have been right as long as they beat Jacksonville. But you lost to Jacksonville by 15 points. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I had the Houston Texans going 4-13, and and they actually went 4-13. and That one's right. It's it's a W, but there's a lot of holes on this team, and it won't be good for a while. It's kind of funny because I saw most teams being like, oh, they're winning one or two games this year. I'm like, no, no. I think I think they'll surprise a couple games. They'll, they'll win a couple. Uh, I had the Jaguars going 3-14, and 14, and they actually went 3-14. and 14. So two back-to-back picks, right? Although I did have the Lions getting the first overall pick in the draft at the start of the year, and that's not the case. Basically, any, anything I get right in this list, I think I noticed a pattern. Something's always wrong about it as well. I'm just trying to point out my flaws. On to the AFC East now. I had the Bills going 14-3. and They actually went 11-6. and There were kind of frauds this year to me, if you ask me. At least at the beginning. I don't know if it really continued down the stretch. Is it a team I want to face in the playoffs? Probably not. I'll be real. They're still a top contender in the AFC playoffs for me, I think. But, yeah, they, they were a little disappointing from what they were last year. Uh, I had the Patriots going 10-7 and and actually missing the playoffs. They actually went 10-7 and and made the playoffs. So, record right. Didn't have them making the playoffs, so is what it is. I, I don't want to face Bill Belichick in the playoffs, so, like, man. <laughs> Uh, they are my probably in second as a sleeper pick to come out of the AFC for me, I would say. I had the Dolphins going 9-8. and eight. They actually went 9-8. Bang on with it. Even though they started out very slow. They started out pretty slow. Like, no, sorry. They ha- they started out really slow. 1-7, I believe it was. And I had them starting out like 1-4, I think. So I was kind of right on that one. That's that's the only one I'll say, like, wow, I was pretty solid on it. Uh, the Jets, I had them going 3-14. and 14. They actually went 4-13. and 13. So I was close on it. They're not. They're always going to be the Jets, though. And I think they're still a few years away from contending, from contending for a playoff spot if... Holy shit, why am I blanking on their quarterback? Zach Wilson. Oh, my God. <laughs> If, if Zach Wilson can continue to develop and actually turn out to be that franchise QB for them, then I think they're a couple years away. If not, then who the hell even knows? Their roster has so many holes still. Uh, AFC West, I had the Chiefs going 14-3. and three. They actually went 12-5. and five. They were not good at the start of the year. Iveron were like, oh, the Chiefs are frauds. They're not as good as they will. The, that Super Bowl loss rattled them. And then suddenly they just became the most scary team in football again towards the end of the year. I don't know. They should be the favorites to come out of the AFC again, I think, for the third straight year. They are my favorite to come out of the AFC again. Uh, I had the Chargers going 10-7. and seven. They actually went 9-8. and eight. And I would pretty much... Uh, it, it was so close for that one being right, seeing as the last game of the season. And to me, their team is good. Their stars are good. You got Joey Bosa, Derwin James, Herbert, Keenan Allen, Eckler... Like, you got some good players, don't get me wrong. But, like, their team is so flawed at the same time. They are missing so many more different pieces, and it really, really showed. 
their defense will need to be their main focus of the offseason because they were really bad this year. I had the Broncos coming in third in the division, going 9-8. and eight. They actually went 7-10. and 10. Four straight losses, like I mentioned earlier, really hurt them. A QB away from being maybe a playoff team, I think. Uh, this one was big L. I had the Raiders going 5-12. and 12. I actually saw a couple other people have the Raiders going 5-12, and 12, and they went 10-7. and seven. I really missed out on that one. I'm very surprised they did this good, considering all the off-field, off-the-field incidents, like Henry Ruggs' car crash, John Gruden's emails. Their, their, their entire 2020 rookie class is basically not with the team anymore. It's such a bad draft class because they all did something wrong. or Yeah, it was not good. Props go got to go out to uh, Rich Bisaccia and his coaching staff because, man, did they do a really good job. I don't know how they kept their team going, and now they're in a playoff spot. Do I think they win a playoff game? To be determined. (laughs) NFC North, NFC side of things now. I had the Packers going 13-4. They actually went 13-4. Shouldn't have been right, I, I will say. It shouldn't have been. But because Green Bay benched most of their star players for the second half of the Lions game in the last game of the season, it worked out. So, I'll take it. I had the Vikings going 8-9. They actually went 8-9. 2 for 2 in this division. Do I finish out strong in the division? No, I don't. Um, I did say the Vikings would disappoint at the start of the year. Come For what their standards were. I said that. I remember that. I had the Bears going 8-9. They actually went 6-11. I've said the Bears would disappoint at the start of the year. I just didn't think as well. I just didn't think it would be this much. I'll say that. I had the Lions going 2-15. and 15. They actually went 3-13-1. And, and it's really weird to say, but this might have been a positive season for the Lions because they weren't good. But, like, they weren't good again. They were the Lions again. But, like, they just looked like such a fun football team. They looked like they were like, okay, we're not going to win. Let's just go out and have fun with it. I don't know. Which is kind of, like, good for the bad teams, I guess. Is what you want from the bad teams. I don't know. Dan Campbell seems like a decent coach over there. I think they're finally on the uphill. After how many years of being bad? I finally think they're starting to go uphill. Still a lot of, lot of ways to go, but I think they're on the uphill trend. NFC South. I had the Bucks going 14-3. and They actually went 13-4. and I kind of regret putting them that high because they kind of can just cruise through the season if they want to, and then Tom kind of guides them in the playoffs. But like, one game off isn't horrible, I guess. Um, are they the favorite coming out of the NFC? Probably not. I'd probably say the Packers are the favorites now, but top two, top, yeah, top two. Saints go eleven and six. I had they went nine and eight. Injuries at QB really just hurt them this year. I think if Jameis didn't tear his ACL, they would have made the playoffs, to be honest, because they were looking good. And then once Jameis tore his ACL, they went, what was it, a five-game losing streak, I believe it was. So that kind of killed them. I had the Panthers going 6-11. and They actually went 5-12. and They really, really needed to get a QB this offseason. This team is honestly not that bad on paper. And they look like they're prepared to make a push soon. They were making trades this year to make, to be like, hey, we want to be good soon. But they cannot do that without a QB. Sam Darnold is not the answer. He sucks. Cam Newton is not what he once was. He sucks. W- what was their other PJ something? He sucks. <laughs> they just need a quarterback. 
they should be in the market for Deshaun Watson if the allegations aren't true. If Russell Wilson is available, which I hope not, they should be after him. Aaron Rodgers, possibly, although I doubt he's going to leave Green Bay unless they get knocked out in the NFC Championship game. Again. I had the Falcons going 6-11. They actually went 7-10. They were always quietly in the playoff race and then faltered at the very end. Um, I think there's still lots of work still needed for them. But, I don't know. It's just kind of another Atlanta Falcons type year. Oh, the NFC East. I called them the NFC East at the beginning of the year, which I did last year as well. Man, do I regret that because I had the football team going 7-10 and 10 and winning the division. Another losing record winning the division in this division. They actually went 7-10, so I got it right. But, like I said, just let's basically ignore this division because I was way off. I was dead on with this record. Just placement was horrible. Eagles I had going 6-11. and 11. They actually went 9-8. and eight. Eagles surprised me a lot this year. I think they surprised the rest of the league this year. They're going to get bounced in the playoffs in the wildcard game. They play the Bucs. Don't get me wrong. Do it. They might compete, though. Don't be surprised. I had the Cowboys going 6-11. and 11. Yeah. I had them going 6-11. and 11, And they went 12-5. and 5. I don't think I'm going to say anything for that one. I, I'm just very angered at that one. So, uh... Giants I had going 5-12, and 12, and they went 4-13. and 13. The, This was, like, kind of the only somewhat close one out of this division, I would say. The, yeah, I had the football team dead on at 7-10, and 10, but their placement was horrible. So I honestly don't even take that as a win, maybe. I don't know. I Massive L on my part for this division. I'm sorry, NFC East, especially to, Cowboy, to Cowboys and the Eagles. Even though I really am not a fan of either of those teams, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, to the NFC West now. <sighs> I had the Seahawks going 13-4. and four. Yeah, they went 7-10. and 10. Big fuck up on my part. <laughs> Coaching has to change in Seattle, I think, for them to be good. I, like, thank you, Pete. Thank you for bringing a ring to Seattle. You need to go now, though. Your your style of football is not suiting Russell Wilson, I think. And something's got to change, I think, for us to be a contender. And that's got to be you, in my opinion. I had the Rams going 10-7. and 7. They actually went 12-5. and 5. Rams are a really good football team. They are. Pains me to say, because I don't like them. I don't think they're going to make it past either Tampa or Green Bay, though. I don't see any chance. I had the Cardinals going 10-7. and seven. They actually went 11-6. and six. They kind of just feel like last year's Steelers to me. I don't know what it is. Steelers started out undefeated. Then they lost, was it four of their last five or five of their last six? I think it was. To end off the regular season and then got pummeled by the Browns in the playoffs. I don't know. I kind of just feel like it's going to be the same for the Cardinals here. They started out undefeated, and then they kind of just fell off the tracks and kind of faltered at the end of the year. I think they're better than that Steelers team last year. I do. But I kind of see the same fate for them. So we'll see. I had San Francisco going 10-7, and but I had them missing the playoffs. They actually went 10-7 and made the playoffs. 
Start for the record. Wrong from them missing out. I believe they could make some noise in the playoffs. I really do. And they might be able to upset the Cowboys on the road. It's possible. Do I see it? Find out, I guess. But Jimmy G is not the answer at quarterback. I don't know if Trey Lance is the answer at quarterback. They got a good team. And it really hurts me to say that because I hate the Niners. They're the team I hate the most in the NFL. But their team is good. And if they figure out their quarterback situation and get somebody good, they would be a legit contender, I believe. So if I look back at it, I got 7.5 out of 32 teams' records, right? And I say the half because Steelers 9-7-1 and I am 10-7, so half point. It's such a hard league to predict, and like, I don't know. I'll, I'll take it, I guess. Next year, I think my goal is to get at least 10 teams. Don't think I'll ever get all 32 teams' records, right? Next year's my goal will be 10. On to the awards section now. Go through each award, who's going to win for me, and then who else should get mentioned in it. MVP, it's Aaron Rodgers. I think there's no question there. He's going to win back-to-back MVPs. He kind of just ran away with it by the final three weeks of the regular season. Kind of everyone slowed down. He didn't really. Threw th- he threw for 4,114 yards, 37 touchdowns just to, four, to just four interceptions. He was fantastic again, like he always kind of has been. It's really a shame that only quarterbacks can win this award because Cooper Cup, Jonathan Taylor, they were had fantastic seasons, and they really deserved the recognition for this award as well. It's just they're not going to win it, sadly, because they don't play quarterback. For the defensive player of the year, I have, TJ, I have TJ Watt winning, and I think everyone should. He tied the NFL record for sacks in the season at 22.5. He had the most tackles for a loss throughout the league at 21. There's no argument here. The one guy I will say, though, who should get mentioned, but pro- is not going to win, obviously, but like should get recognized is Robert Quinn from the Bears. NFC high 18 and a half sacks was a monster for them all year, and I feel like he won't get talked enough about in, for this award. Offensive player of the year. I have, it's really toss up between Cup and Taylor. I'm going to lead towards Taylor, I think. Because if you take him away from that offense, there's a massive decline on the Colts, I think. Whereas you take away Cup from the Rams' offense, the Rams are still a good team. I think. I don't know, that's just me. I think Cup had like a historic year winning the Triple Crown for receiving yards, receptions, touchdowns. I think he was only the fourth player in NFL history to do that. But I think it's Taylor's award to lose. Coach of the year, I have Mike Vrabel of the Titans. You got to give some credit to the Raiders interim head coach, Rich Rich Bisaccia, though, because, like I said, they had so much shit going on for them, and he was still great. And But Vrabel had an NFL record 88 different players play for his team, and yet he still got them to the number one seed in the AFC. And he had no Derrick Henry for half a year. That's That's... It's hard to do. <laughs> Comeback player of the year, I'm taking Joe Burrow. Man, Dak should have won this award if not for Burrow. And if, if not for Burrow's late season heroics, Dak wins this award. 
nobody thought the Bengals were going to be good this year. And yet, he helped them win the very crowded AFC North. He deserves a lot of credit, I think. Especially, and he was coming off a major knee injury with not a very good offensive line. And those games against the Chiefs, like just that really that game against the Chiefs really stood out for me. And there was and the Ravens too, I guess. Yeah, the Ravens he had threw for over five hundred yards. What am I talking about? <laughs> Offensive rookie of the year, Jamar Chase. No questions asked for me. Um, it was just. Jones, Mac Jones, or Jamar Chase, who is going to win it? I think it has to go to Chase now because the nail in the coffin was his 266-yard reception game, receiving yards game. I think it was 266. I might be wrong on that. And then three touchdowns against against the Chiefs to win the division that week. Mac Jones was good for the Patriots all year, but I think it's got to go to Chase. Also give a shout-out to Jalen Model of the Dolphins. He broke the all-time rookie reception this record in a season. He'll probably come in third, but it will be Chase, I think, who wins. Defensive rookie there, I don't even need to say who else is going to come in second because this is a unanimous decision. It's Micah Parsons. 30 QB hits, 20 tackles for a loss, 13 sacks as a rookie. He's winning this award, no doubt. He'll get talk for defense player of the year as well. Nobody else really come is coming that close to winning this award. Nobody. It's unanimous. Now, to the playoffs. In the AFC, I'll, I'll go, I'll rank, I'll tell you where each team is probably is ranked right now. You probably might know, but at the one seed, it's the Titans in the AFC. Two is the Chiefs. Three is the Bills. Four is the Bengals. Five is the Raiders. Six is the Patriots. Seven is the Steelers. And on the NFC side, the one seed goes to the Packers and the Bye. The two seed goes to the Bucks, three goes to the Cowboys, four goes to the Rams, five goes to the Cardinals, six goes to the Niners, and seven goes to the Eagles. So, to wild card weekend, I'm going to go through each side, each wild card, right? Start with the AFC games, then I'll go to the NFC games, then I'll jump to the divisional round with the AFC, and so on and so forth. Start off with the Chiefs and the Steelers. Everyone, if you have a ticket for this game. Welcome to the Big Ben Retirement Show. Yeah, this is it for the Steelers. They have no chance of winning this game, if you ask me. Even, like, Ben admitted. I saw an interview today. He's like, you know what? We're like a 14-point favorite underdog. We're not expected to go in there. I'm just telling the guys, hey, let's go there, have some fun, see if we can make something happen. He kind of just knows they're done already. (laughs) They're the worst team in the playoffs, I think, out of the 14. I have the Chiefs winning fairly easily in this game. Maybe by like 20 points, I won't lie. Bills-Pats. This is my favorite matchup on the AFC side. Two division rivals. I'm really excited to see how Mac Jones will handle the playoffs. I think he's going to step up. And I think Bill is going to get his defense prepared for Josh Allen, Diggs, etc. And I think they're going to upset the Bills on the road in a very close game. Mostly because I feel like the NFL wants a Brady versus Belichick Super Bowl. Do I think it happens? I don't know. Do I? I don't know. Bengals versus Raiders in the final game. I really want to pick the Raiders here because 
since he has some awful curse of like 20 years now of not being able to win a playoff game. But I really think this is this team is something different. I think Burrow is going to get the job done, honestly. And I'm going to take so I'm going to take the Bengals at home, probably like a one-score game, I would say, maybe two. We'll see. NFC side of things now, Bucks Eagles. Do I think the Eagles win this game? Not a chance. Not a chance. But don't sleep on them at the same time. I think they're going to keep it fairly tight the whole way through. I think they can. But, you know, it's Tom Brady, so he's going to prevail. Uh, I'll say Bucks over Eagles, one-score game. That's that's about all I'll say. Cowboys versus Niners. Oh, and it, sorry. Back to the Eagles thing. They haven't... They're, I think it was 0-7 against teams over 500. Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Cowboys versus Niners now. This is really tough to predict. This should be the marquee matchup on the NFC side, I believe, because these guys were big rivals in the 90s. Cowboys, man, they look really enticing to pick at home. But, like, part of me really wants to pick the Niners in an upset at the same time. I I want to stick with Cowboys, though, mostly because I don't like the Niners, and I think Dak is better than Jimmy G. I just don't like San Fran being a Seahawks fan. I don't know. So they're going to lose. That's what I'm saying. Rams-Cardinals, final game. The first ever Monday night playoff game. Should be a really fun one, I think. Being both teams in the NFC West. Both rival- their rivals, yeah, obviously. I'm going to say this one's going to be a high-scoring game. But I think that the Rams defense is going to be able to come up with a few more keep stops in the end to win this for them like I said I, I'm very scared of the Cardinals so based on my predictions the divisional round matchups would now be Titans versus Patriots Chiefs versus Bengals on the AFC side and on the NFC it would be Packers Rams Bucks Cowboys so I'll start with the Titans and the Pats I think it's going to be a really good defensive game just personally I don't know and I really just want to choose Belichick's experience in this game. And I think that's what I'm going to do, to be honest. I think with King Henry coming back, I still think he's going to get shut down by the Pats defense somehow. I don't know how, but I think they do it. And I think it's going to give the Patriots... I'm going to take the Patriots in an upset on the road, taking down the number one seed, even though I said nobody wants to face the Titans. But yeah, I wouldn't want to face Bill Belichick either. Chiefs-Bengals, man, if this game were anything like the Week 17 matchup we got in to see, like this is going to be a fantastic game, if you ask me. Bengals are my sleeper pick to win the AFC. I've said I said that based coming into these playoffs, although they were definitely not my sleeper pick at the start of the year. I'm going to stick with the Chiefs just because it's Chiefs. They're going to get some revenge, win another game. I think it's going to be close, though. Probably one score. Probably one score. Chiefs also are at home, so I don't know. And Bengals were at home in the last game, so we'll see. Packers-Rams, rematch of the divisional round again, just like last year. I think history repeats itself again this year. I'm going to take... I think it's going to be a great game. It will. It'll be tight, but I think the Packers are that good this year again, and I think they're going to head back to the NFC Championship game once again. Um, It's kind of weird because the Rams 
got Matt Stafford to put them over the Packers, kind of, so they didn't have Jared Goff. And yet, I don't think it's even going to work out. Maybe it does. Bucks cowboys This is the game of the divisional round for me, both sides. Rematch of the first game of the season. I'm expecting lots and lots of scoring for this one. I really want to lean Cowboys, I do. But at the same time, it's the Cowboys that can never win two playoff games in a year. And this is playoff Tom Brady. Nobody comes close to playoff Tom Brady. I, he's going to get the job done again. I, I'm going to say it's going to be like a... Like a 33-30 game, something along the lines of that. I think both teams can get 30 easily. So, to the championship round now. It'll be Chiefs, Patriots on the AFC side, Packers, Bucks again on the NFC. On the NFC side, excuse me. So, we'll start with the Chiefs and the Patriots. It's rematch of the 2018 AFC championship game. I expect the results to be different this time, actually. I think the Chiefs keep on rolling. I think they head back to their third straight Super Bowl, just like I predicted at the start of the season. I said they would get back, although I was very sussed out about that pick. Like, nine weeks into the season when they were 5-4, and four, was it? I didn't like that pick at that time, but now I do. Great run by the Patriots, though. Like, if they get this far, Belichick will get all the credit he deserves if they, he can take this team to the championship game again. Packers versus Bucks in the NFC, and I just and I didn't really want to pick it because it's just such an easy pick, but I did predict it at the start of the year, so I kind of have to stick with it. I wanted to pick Packers here. I did. I do. I do. I actually do, because I think they are better, maybe, but it just feels wrong to go, because I said at the start of the year the Bucks would beat the Packers in this game again, and I by now I want to pick the Packers over the Bucks, but I feel like it's just wrong to turn on my pick from the start of the year, so I'm taking the Bucks over the Packers. I think it's another great chapter in the Rogers Brady rivalry, but I think the Bucks get it done and head back to the Super Bowl. I got to stick with it. I have to. So now to the Super Bowl, I ha- like I stick I stuck with my preseason Super Bowl pick. I really think the NFL is trying to. Maybe is rigging it. Yeah, I'll say it. Maybe they're rigging it. They kind of have maybe done it before. Maybe I'm conspiracy theorist. I do not know. But I think they either want to see Mahomes versus Brady in the Super Bowl again, or I think they want to see Brady versus Bill Belichick in the Super Bowl. I think, but I think it's going to be Mahomes versus Brady. I think it's going to be another good chapter in the Mahomes-Brady rivalry. But I think the Mahomes and the Chiefs are going to like rebound from last year, and they'll get the job done. They're going to stop the repeat at the finish line. Mahomes will grab his second Super Bowl MVP award in three years. Um, I'm going to say 27-24 score range. Somewhere in there to that point. It'll be one score. Yeah, I'll stay true to my beginning of the season prediction. I think I have to. It would just be wrong to turn against it. So, that wraps up this episode pretty much. Full NFL one. I, uh, if you got this far, I, w- I want you guys to comment or text me, something like that. I want to know what you guys want to hear me talk about, or if you want to come on, or somebody, you want somebody, me to bring somebody back on, though. Um, I think I need something fresh, honestly. I don't know. There might be something I'm missing, I feel like, almost. 
But yeah, so I'll make, put like an Instagram story saying, hey, give me topic ideas, blah, 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 something around the lines of that. I want suggestions what to talk about. But um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But this, this is my NFL pick. I'll uh I'll probably come back each week for the NFL playoffs of what like the matchups will be. See if I was right or wrong, and then say, hey, here's who's gonna win and whatnot. For this week's games, if I'm right, then I might not even have to say it. But yeah, so we'll see where it goes with that. So if you got this far, thanks for listening. Uh, so yeah, I'll just sign off for this episode. So see you guys later. Peace.